another week, another week, another week. Podcast TV, are you ready? Another week, another week, another week. Podcast TV, are you ready? Stupidity wins over. What a What's up, everybody? Welcome to another week, season two, episode two. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's right. You hear the voice in the back. We got a special guest with us for the second time for our second guest, Mr. Axel Foley's joining us. Yeah, baby. Yeah, yeah. What's up, Axel? How are you? I'm wonderful. Hi, Reddy. Hi, DJ. It's my ultimate pleasure to be here on another week to talk about some various topics as well as some other stuff. That's right. That's what we do. So remember, hit us up at anotherweekpodcast at gmail.com for dropping some info, giving us some feedback, because this is a pod tour driven podcast. So we, we bring it with that art style, that sarcasm that comedy and now we bring it with axel yeah baby i'm ready the dad jokes will be flowing oh hell yeah so as you you all probably might not remember or remember but we talk about axel quite often he's the ceo of the network dvr podcast network that hosts the show and we brought him on last season talked a little bit and now this season we got him back we're going to talk some watchmen like we promised we kind of been lingering on that and uh scheduling has been tough but it's it's a good time shows uh you know gone over a little bit and uh got some time to decompress it yeah now i'm getting texts but i'm gonna put it on silent and we're gonna we're gonna jump into uh maybe the first topic yes yes What's up another week? It's your man ready. Let's talk about this first topic. I love this first topic because I'm hungry. You know, I just got out of work, but uh, this is a... Wait, wait. Let me let me cut you off real quick because, it's you know, it's kind of rude and it's what I like to do. But speaking of hungry, before we get started, Axel, have you tried yeah. the Popeye's chicken sandwich? No, uh, but I would not be at all surprised if it was better than the Chick-fil-A chicken sandwich because the Chick-fil-A chicken sandwich is kind of butt. I only eat that on Sundays. Yeah, too. I buy it on Saturday and I wait and then I eat it on Sunday just because. Yeah. All right. So, you know, that's the, you know, we, we, we no, do. I'm not a huge fan. I, wasn't that the whole drama between Chick-fil-A versus Popeye's? Well, no. I mean, you know, you've been following the stories. That the we've drama been was that Popeye's sold out of the sandwich. Oh, I know that part, but I mean that of course, definitely, I know that part. But I think wasn't the initial thing that people were initially comparing it to the Chick Fil A. Yeah, and then it ran out. And Chick Fil A is better, just to let you know. Oh. Then it ran out that night. But yeah, it's been hey, it's terrible, man. It's been an and ongoing thing here. Only with- good if you eat them as soon as you get them. I think Chick Fil A is the most overrated thing. Well, I think any fast food is only good if you eat it as soon as you get it. Any fast food that you drive home and eat and it's not hot if you don't live close, it instantly sucks. I don't know. I, you know what? I'll, I'm going to stand up for the only fast food place that ever worked, Burger King. I think Burger King is the best if it's done, if it's done right, if you have people who care and having work there, it is flame broiled and uh, you can have it your way. 
I love Burger King, and I think that it is still good if it's a little cold, but McDonald's just turns into mealworms. Well, a few years back, I uh, I was making a list of my top, I think, 10 or burger places. It might have even been five. And, you know, there's a lot of competition with all these pop-up places and these new things. But Burger yeah. King made my list because with this straight up, their burger is very good. Uh, the, the Whopper is, is very good, but um, uh, everything else sucks there to me. Their French fries are terrible. Their onion rings are terrible. Their, their nuggets are terrible. Their burger is good. I will say that. I, I like their burger. And, and Burger King does something. They have some kind of like meth that they cook in their burgers. Because at least out here, when you drive by Burger King, you can smell Whopper in the air. Like they pump the fucking Whopper scent in the air so you get hungry as you're driving. Like, I, and well, it, it's it's crazy. Grill, man. That's just the venting of the grill. I mean, I'm telling you, I worked at Burger King for what, like a year and a half. I had so many fun times. I remember that was when um, OPP came out. You remember that song by Naughty by Nature? Naughty by Nature, yep. And we used to play the radio in the back, and then the owner would come back and be like, turn down the music. And then the guy would turn it back up, and we'd be dancing around, making Whopper. I, I was at the Whopper station, actually. And uh, so I do know most about Whoppers, and I'm partial to the Whopper. That's what I was making reference to. So you're not wrong about it. The Nuggets are terrible. They're, they're not even – it's just like the worst. It's like cardboard. Well, so – before this podcast turns to cardboard, let's jump into the story here. Well, this guy was hungry, okay? So he was looking for a delicious, tasty meal, and he found one on Grinder. Oh, okay. That's right. So this sick... A dating app? This sick bastard... And listen, this guy have a, a couple of funny references in here, all right? Yeah, Grinder is a dating app. Long story short, a dude goes missing. They're looking for his family's looking for him. They find out from his friend that he was meeting a guy on Grinder. Well, the guy from Grinder, and I'm 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 withholding names right now for a slight second because it's pretty funny. The person who did this, the um person who got charged, <clears throat> pardon me, his name is Mark. Latinski, I don't know if I'm pronouncing that correct. Either way, he's 50 years old. So they were looking for a Mr. Kevin Bacon. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm serious. The victim's name, rest in peace because he's dead, is Kevin Bacon. So um, the police asked, they, they, they found this dude's car, it has wallet keys and everything are in it. Found out he met this guy on Grinder, so they approach him. I'm gonna call him Mark because I can't pronounce his last name. And he confessed he confessed to killing Bacon by stabbing stabbing him in the back, slicing his throat, then telling police he cut off his bake he cut off Bacon's testicles with a knife before eating them. So he was in the mood for some spicy meatballs or something. Delicious. Talk about seven degrees of Kevin Bacon or six degrees. That's serious business. And and this is true. And the act, the, the actual real Kevin Bacon actually tweeted 
about this and tweeted for obvious reasons why he tweeted, you know, rest in peace to the person or whatever. And, you know, he's sorry to hear about that, you know, because obviously because of the same name, but it is not the actor, Kevin Bacon. <clears throat> he still has his testicles. The man wow. nuts, grab him. You know, we had a, we had a Walter White doppelganger, and now we got a Kevin Bacon killer. This is uh, kind of a theme. Here. And this dude, I'm telling you, if you look at his mugshot, he looks like, um, what the hell was that? That He looks like Charles Manson without the tattoo on his forehead. That's what this dude looks like. I'm telling you, he looks batshit crazy. And it happened, it happened in Michigan. Did he just eat his testicles or did he eat his penis too? It, it just says, it says on December 28th, the police found the dude's body in this guy's house. Um, He was charged with, with open murder and mutilation. And when they found him, he had blood on his face and was wearing a leather kilt. No, 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 no. This is, this is where it gets. Oh, I'm sorry. That was a month before. Yes, a month sick. before. Police were called to the house and they seen a guy running out of his house with blood all over his face, naked, with only a, a leather kilt on. Now, this is some straight, if I'm not mistaken, Jeffrey Dahmer shit, right? Because didn't Jeffrey Dahmer, couldn't he have gotten caught like some, one of his victims escaped the house and he was like naked walking up the house and, and Dahmer convinced the police that it was like his boyfriend or something who had mental illness and he let him back in the house. Yeah. I think it was, I think it was Dahmer, right? There's another sick fuck that I, I can't think of. Axel does a podcast called Mindhunter about serial killers. Okay. So, so probably... is it Dahmer Axel? I, I don't know anything about serial killers. We cover that from a TV perspective. I, I'm not like a... Oh, serial, Heats. Heats no, a but did... The did... resident oh. serial killer guy. But I know that you're right though, because I just read it. Right, that uh, you just read about Jeffrey Dahmer or about this guy? Yeah, about Jeffrey Dahmer. That was an inter- that was a, an interesting case. Right. So what happened? Yeah, if I'm not mistaken, what happened with Jeffrey Dahmer? One of his first victims, um, <clears throat> or actually, it was probably his second victim. His first victim, he actually got pulled over by the police, and he had garbage bags in the back, and the police just let him go, and they didn't check it. But um, his second victim, he was some some boy or whatever. I think he was a teenager. I could be wrong. Early twenties, teenager. Uh huh. Copy. Well, you know, copycatting is a is a big thing in serial killers. There's a lot. You know, they they thrive on having people, you know, idolize them, and people who idolize them love to mimic them. It's kind of crazy. That's a. I mean, yeah, I mean but out of out of, I mean, out of everything to eat, why are you eating his testicles? I mean, like, you could get like a nice rib you know something maybe something that's more meaty his, like you just they're easy to get to they're hang, they're just hanging there you know what i mean that you just throw them on a grill you throw them in a pan maybe even put them in a pot with some water little salt little yeah, like boiled balls you know yeah it's it's just it's easy man i mean he I, might he might have thought like they were like the fountain of youth like the lifeblood <laughs> what if he was just sitting there just cooking that shit with a giant ass wok like just flipping them stir frying them just throwing mad sauce on them dudes are sick hey 
<laughs> hey, I mean, is it much different when when you're doing that with an animal? I mean, come on, you know, it's well, I don't eat animals' testicles. That's why I said, I mean, if he did it with a rib, I would understood. I don't want like cow's balls. I'll eat a steak though. Did you ever eat a hot dog? I've eaten a hot dog, but that's a bunch of different ate, body parts ground up. Testicles, right? But 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 it's not it's not a, it's not a like I'm not looking at a cooked testicle. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's not like oh look at this breaded testicle or look at this like this boiled testicle and it still looks like a testicle. I'm gonna bite into it. That movie Funny Farm with Chevy Chase uh -huh. when he's in the restaurant and, he, and he's, they, they, I forget what they called him, but he, he's like, yeah, I can do that contest. And he's, he breaks the record. And then at the last one, he finds out there were goat's balls. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. Yeah, another week. Another week. Another week, yes. Getting nuts, talking about nuts. Let me tell you, if you get three guys on a podcast, it doesn't take long for them to start talking about their nuts. That's that's all I have to say, people. Oh, well, <clears throat> this next topic is about this couple. They're kind of nuts. But I'm not going to lie. What they did legally was wrong, but I kind of like the shit. <clears throat> so, I'm, I'm shocking. <laughs> I'm not going to lie. I like it. Fuck that. Okay, so this couple, I guess people were stealing their bikes or some shit. So what they did was they left a bike, like a dummy bike outside of their house, but they were like waiting in the living room. And when people would come and steal it or try to steal it, they would run outside. And if you watch this video, there's multiple videos because they used to post this shit on YouTube. They would run outside with baseball bats and beat the shit out of the people. <laughs> Fucking baseball bats for stealing their bikes. And then, after they beat their ass with the bike, they put the bike back. So the next person could try to come and try to steal it and then chase them out. They have multiple videos with people, and they have, like, different camera angles that they're showing. Their shit look like it's, like, they totally told on themselves they fucked up. You know what I mean? But it's hilarious. Like, there's one camera angle with a person, like, with people, like, walking up to the bike, looking around, like, eh, oh, free bike. Okay, so, they, like, they get up, they start to take it. Next video, it cuts to the door, and they fucking come outside like WWE wrestlers. Like, the husband comes out first with no shirt on, and the wife comes out with a bat, and you just see her running up a block with the bat at another camera angle. This shit is amazing. I'm sorry. It's it's amazing. Now, I'm not saying that you should run around and beat people with bikes, but I don't like thieves. I don't like people who sit there and you work hard for stuff and people go and take your stuff. I don't like that. You steal kid you you steal stuff from kids also. What if that's kids bikes? I've had bikes stolen from me. Me it's, too. It sucks. And you know what? I wouldn't care if the person got their asses beat. That's just me. I'm not saying that People should set up cameras and whip people's asses and post it on YouTube. But it was entertaining for me to watch. I, I got a quick little bike story that I can, you know, I had bikes stolen from the, the local pool when I was probably like eight or, or nine and uh, maybe a little, maybe like 10 or whatever, but somewhere around there. And me and my friend's bikes both got stolen. They were chained up to the same post and we were I was so pissed, but luckily he had three older brothers and apparently our bikes showed up the next day and there was a local punk with his face beaten. 
Nice. Wasn't with a bat, but I didn't ask questions. Got my bike back. And people don't understand. Like that, like, that really sucks. I had my bike stolen. I had it for a day. I won the shit in a raffle. And I had the shit stolen in a day. I was outside riding my bikes. Left the shit on the front lawn on one side. And where I lived when I was younger, it wasn't bad like that. You know what I mean? Like, all day long, people used to leave their bikes outside and go inside. It wasn't something that wasn't normal to do. Yeah, it's a shitty feeling. But, I mean, this is kind of like setting it up for fun. Like, that's kind of a dick move. But, like, I could understand if your shit got stolen. And- YouTube videos. They're not actually stopping people from robbing them. Oh, no, I'm pretty sure that after they got the ass beat, they came, it, it was different people coming back. But it's, only, you know, it, it's like entrapment, though. Like, it's not like they're get, getting revenge on the, the one thief. Like, they're, they're just fucking with people. Like, that's like putting a... a, a package uh, you know uh, a, a gift a gift a box wrapped with bow tie on your front lawn and waiting well i i don't uh, i don't necessarily agree with that but i uh, i don't think that they should have done that i got like i said i thought it was entertaining to me i'm not mad that they did it i don't think that they should have done it though you know, i can't i really can't uh i have to admit and maybe it's just a, i'm a softy or I just any videos where people are fighting or they get in a fight or somebody gets I I just never watch any of that stuff, man. I just I don't I, I'm just I mean, I'm not I mean, I watch football. I see violent. I watch violent movies all the time. But whenever it's just like videos like that being passed around on the Internet, I probably would not have even watched that because I just feel like they're more interested. They just want to beat someone with a bat. That's what that is about. <laughs> yeah, like if it was if it was the one person and they were like, "Look, I got revenge," it'd be a different story. But this yeah, well, to an, well to an extent, but also, um, you could relate to this. Well, it didn't happen to you, but you see all this all going all around the area where we live. How many people's cars have been getting broken into within the past six months? Oh yeah, it's 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 lot. an epidemic, literally, literally. It's not like, okay, this happened like 10 or 20 times. Like people, for the past six months, hundreds of cars had been getting broken into. Yeah, not stolen, broken into like junkies. Broken shit, into, like, r- rummage, stealing all stuff money. out. You know what I mean? You know what I mean? Come on, somebody somebody went in my car. Now, I dummied out. You know what I mean? I left, my, I, I forgot my wallet in my car and my damn alarm was acting stupid. And I, I was also at work. I had um I had a whole bunch of stuff in my hands coming in the house. Either way, it's my damn car parked in my property, not in the street. Somebody came in there, stole my kid's tuition money out of my wallet. Now, thank God I have enough money to go and still pay the tuition, and it didn't really affect me. But you could really fuck somebody up with that. Now, if somebody came and beat that person with a bat, I would not give a fuck. <laughs> Simple and plain. So, I, I I get what you're saying. I personally only watched the video for this article. I wasn't like searching YouTube, like you know, ass beating, you know, bike stealers, you know. But like I said, I don't agree that they did it. I'm not mad that they did it though, or whatever. Well, so you know, while we're still on violence, before you know. We, we get to the point of making the video. This next story is absolutely hilarious. And it's something that that 
is sounds like it's out of Game of Thrones, and it, it you know could be filmed if a judge will grant it. So uh, you know that's a little little teaser. Ready? Why don't you drop the story because this one's good. Yes. Well, you know sometimes relationships work and sometimes they don't. And this um, wonderful gentleman, you know this this genius thinker from Kansas. He went to court and he asked for a trial by combat in his divorce case. He quote unquote asked the judge if he can meet his wife and her and the attorney on the field of battle where he can rend their souls from their corporal bodies. He asked, he asked Shelby County to give him 12 weeks lead time in order to source or forge or forge a katana <laughs> in, in Wakasaki, Wakasawi, I don't know, swords. <laughs> That's Wakijasi. Okay. Axel will probably know. He knows a lot of. Uh, I don't know, but he asked, he asked for 12 weeks so he can make a, so he can make his battle weapons. And it's not illegal. They never, they never have ruled out duels. And he actually referenced, he he got the idea from something in 2006 where in the Supreme Court, a person, a a person in 2016 acknowledged that duels had not been abolished. So just because we don't do it, it actually technically has never been abolished. And you know, then he he kind of stretched it a little bit and talked about the 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 earliest, not the earliest, but the I guess the last duel was in like in eighteen eighteen or some shit like that. Under British law, yeah. But he was like, you know, you know what? Listen, we battle to the death, and that's it. <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't know. Maybe I have a sick sense of humor. I think it's hilarious. How do you feel about that, Axel? Um, was anyone injured? No, they didn't. They, they no, he, he asked the judge. He, he went to He's court and asked the it. judge if he can have a trial by combat. <coughs> Excuse me. Now I'm coughing. Um, I was just kidding. Uh, <laughs> crazy, man. That That's a lot of effort. You know, you figure I, by that point, it would have just kind of calmed down enough to not want to do a duel. Yeah, but I'm thinking like, like how a scorned husband would be, like if your wife say cheated and like she's giving you a hard time or she's trying to screw you somehow and take like your pension when she did wrong. Like he's so mad that he's probably been extending this out, breaking her balls, and this is like his way. I'm gonna, I want a trial by combat. That's amazing. Like anyone and the the fact that he wants to to get a katana. Like he he doesn't even want to like just fight by hand. He wants to get swords. Yeah, but what well, he also he also said, you know, historically trial by combat was not always one by way of death. But it's also when a party cries craven, yielding to the other. So yeah. she could gracefully bow out. Yeah. <laughs> Well, that's what, you know, I mean, the truth is they're still in love. We both know that. We all know that. They love each other. There's a great documentary 
oh man, I can't remember the name of it, where the guy poisons his wife, like on several. That sounds like another week. And uh, they made a doc, and they, and then it's just that this is the way they express love to each other. The, here, it is a little bit of waste of the court's time and money, um, but it does make a fun story. Why is that a waste of the court's time and money? It's they were been in court anyway. It's for divorce. He just asked that question while he was in court. Well, because it's gonna, it's probably gonna extend it out. Be, right now, they're gonna have to, they have to debate it. it. Yeah, now the now yeah. the judge is gonna go into the chambers. Huh, should I grant that? Should I grant the combat or not? Hmm. Okay. I guess it's gonna extend it. If it actually extends it, then that that's the greatest judge. Very open minded. I mean that that should be live streamed. Yeah, that, the, what that, the combat? Yeah, just just because of they the should give them lights lightsabers. But I mean, you can't really do any danger. But that's I mean, why that, you should have lightsabers. See, therefore we we get to see it and nobody gets hurt. Well, speaking about nobody getting hurt, if you don't want to get hurt, don't buy the new Segway S Pod. So every year around the first or second week of, of the year, they have the Consumer Electronics Show out in Las Vegas. And it's all the craziest tech that's about to be unveiled. Maybe yeah. not this year, the following year or the year after, but it's like, you know, the highest tech stuff. So I went now, to that. Yeah. Oh, yeah, you did. I always wanted to go. <laughs> yeah, I went to CES, CES you said, yeah, right? Yeah, right, yes. Yeah, that was pretty crazy, man. I mean, that was I went in the nineties. Um, I think I went in like, well, yeah, like way back in the day. I don't know if it even was called CES back then. I wouldn't be surprised if it's been around that long. But yeah, that was fun, man. Vegas is awesome. Yeah, I would love to go to one of those, especially with you know the the tech because we're old tech heads, you know. And back then, even you know, like just thinking about like you probably saw you know, a cable modem. Holy shit, we're going to be able to put cable on this, you know, like different types of things. And now they're, you know, debuting things like like the Segway S-Pod, which if you know a Segway, it's like the Paul Blart thing with the use in the mall and, you know, you lean forward yeah. and it, they made- It revolutionized travel around the world. Well, they made one where you could sit in now. So they have the demo on stage and as they're demoing it, it crashed right into the wall. <laughs> so, you know, Man. sometimes, uh, you know, I'm sure it really works. It functions well, but it's just, it was really funny. Like, because, you know, this it's supposed to be at the top of your game when you're doing your your demo. You got the, the stage for your keynote and boop, crashed into the wall. This is just a big wheelchair, man. Yeah, that's what it looks like. <laughs> it, it looks like a, a big giant wheelchair from the future. <laughs> of it. it yeah i mean it looks like uh it looks like a seat that like uh like a a, a villain would be in like lex luther yeah, shots are evil <laughs> yeah. but it is kind of cool though but oh see the problem with this is you just have you're totally exposed you're just sitting there like how do you how do oh it's got that technology where it senses how you move like the second yes. yeah right that's how it works it works on like yeah. the a kinetic motion, I think. Dangerous. If you you have like you just be thrown forward. Well, 
I mean, I was when I saw it, but you know, I, I saw the headline. It's about the crash, which is funny. But then I saw the pod thing, and I'm thinking about we're never gonna have to walk it at one point. We're gonna just be able to like lay in the thing. We'll have our our seven point one speaker behind our head. We'll like go to work in the thing. Then we'll come back and park right in front of the television. I mean, this is like you know, and then we'll probably tap into some virtual reality shit. But I don't want to crash into the wall. But at the same show, sorry, excuse me a second. I was trying uh, not to that Skittle, but couldn't be helped. All right. So at that same show, this is where we're going to kind of tie into Axel's foray and a little review here. Warner Brothers announced they merged or hired this or bought out this company that developed AI script reading technology. Now, if you hear that first, you think like, oh, wow, it's like maybe it'll read the script and make a cool synopsis and easier to present present to a, you know, a script reader. So save some time. But no, it's key purpose is to have algorithms to read scripts to figure out trends that are happening around the the world at the current time and what would maximize profit on the big screen now earlier axel and i were discussing on facebook about mindhunter which they just released the actors from their contracts it might come back in the future it's you know no word definite that it's canceled but they're not pursuing another season and we uh, you know kind of made a joke about art and business and i said you know business killed art and you know axel responded well we wouldn't be here if we didn't have the business end. And, and you know that definitely makes total sense and, and everything but now tying that in you know just a, a little while later with this story it's like business is gonna kill the art like they're strictly business now it's kind of scary how do you feel yeah. about that mr phil man um i mean i don't know i'm kind of, what do, what do you mean by that so the ai's purpose is to just read scripts and figure out things that are going to bring people to the seats and make the most money. So that's going to like wipe out your smaller films that, that wouldn't be, you know, this is probably going to be like more of like the blockbuster searching type thing where you're going to, you know, make billions instead of putting out more films of quality. It's just going to be the, you know, the blockbuster type thing. And I, I, you know, I know that the last time we kind of talked a little bit about the difference, you know, between, you know, with the Scorsese comment and everything. And, and uh, you know, when we, when we talked about Breaking Bad last season with you. So I, I feel like that kind of goes way against, you know, your kind of philosophy with the art. Yeah, you know, I don't know, man. I mean, I think when I put that on the Facebook page, I commented on it uh, in like kind of a joking manner. No, but, that was a joke, but it kind of did yeah. tie in. But I'm saying, like, this kind of technology, I don't think is good for the industry. Like, this is you know what? No, you don't know because this is an interesting thing. 
when you actually look at things that make not the what makes money, but what makes a profit, you find that if so, I guess what I'm saying is it depends on what information they put into the computer, because it could turn out that like I was joking about, like you're saying, you know, we're going to get like, remember when they had a G.I. Joe Transformers comic book? when both G.I. Joe and Transformers yes. had like faded out, no one was buying it. So they were like, let's team them Merge up. Merge them. Exactly. They're going to do like a G.I. Joe Transformers movie. But sometimes, uh, you know, out of this algorithm, I mean, but sometimes it actually comes out the other way. Um, so you do, really don't know. I just thought it was kind of funny that, they would even kind of, I guess, I, I mean, it's like analytics is the popular thing, right? Like you guys follow sport. Are you, what, what's what I know, DJ, you follow some sports. What sports do you follow ready? Boxing. That's it. That's it. Okay. So do they are, uh, is <coughs> boxing analytics now? Everything. What do you mean? Like is boxing? Analytic? Yeah. Like, like, uh, you know, this, this guy, mm -hmm throws yeah like the punch percentage and, and, yeah, and exactly. they throw more punches this round yeah like you should use your left more in this round than that right you know what i mean or like this kind of thing where they break down the numbers and i think that that sometimes does lead people down the road of like uh churning out the same thing because it's it's mass produced it's like you know like we're like we're talking about freaking hamburgers like mcdonald's instead of a nice burger you know what i mean because you can transport it and it just loses quality along that line um but you know what man i don't know i've been thinking kind of different actually since that came out and that's like with the mine hunter news today i wasn't really that phased by it i mean i don't know i just feel like there's so many people making things it's good when people get a chance to make something like with Watchmen, we're going to talk about if it's only one season. Okay. It's only one season, you know, like, I don't know, I guess, I guess I, uh, all of these, I've been thinking lately that all of these kind of uh, arguments of like film versus TV and all that, it's a little bit silly because everyone should kind of be, even though everything's becoming a monopoly, like Disney owns everything you there is also the ability to make things is so much more available to everyone it's so much cheaper that people are turning to other like we're kind of having those arguments because people don't want to change like it's obvious that the kind like you know i mean we talked about it well, last time i was on it's kind of obvious that scorsese was right well, this look at the the best picture nominees it's like the only dramas that came out except for knives out and uncut gems now that i'm thinking about it also like he, he, with all the outlets like you just mentioned it's maybe it, it does work for warner brothers because they are a giant studio they're not looking to put stuff on that's little, the point that's yeah. a, that's the point it's like that's what they're gonna now and i've been thinking too um since they are abolishing the idea and they're getting rid of the rule that the theaters can't be owned by the uh, companies that make the films by the production companies and that you can't own all the lines of production which now they're allowing you to do that we will just see like 
you know, a Disney theater, a Warner's theater, whatever in, a, in, in different towns. And it's like an experience to go to the movies like that. And then, you know, when you build Netflix will make a lot of independent films or Amazon or something like that. It just, it just changes the way people view it. Now, you know, you're all right because like, even with music, it used to be very hard to produce music. You needed a lot of things. Now, you know, you can have a full suite inside of a laptop that would have taken up a full room 20 years ago, and which makes it more available to people, which yeah. just like, you know, Final Cut's available to everybody. You know, people, the iPhone, you know, 11 Pro is good enough to shoot a film on, like, you know, like six, yeah. like six underground. True. It is. It actually, and that's not, that is not bullshit. It really is because you're it's just pixels now you know what i'm saying it's not the film and the processing and the lights and everything and you can shoot low light so yeah man i don't know i feel like it's all changing it's good that we get all this stuff when we get it we should just kind of be happy with it i mean look man westworld's coming out in like a month or two now if this was like five years ago even two three years ago HBO would have just waited. They probably would have put this out in the late summer or the fall. But now it's like there's so much stuff hitting that they want that to be on their HBO Max service that's launching in the spring. So they, in the I think it's the late spring, early summer. So they- I thought HBO Max comes out in February. It comes out in spring. They changed it. Is it coming out, in fe is it coming out that early? I heard it was coming out in February. But I, 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 could, I could be wrong. Only That's reason it. why I know the February date is because there's a show that I want, and they said it should be released in February. But they could have pushed you, it back. You might be correct. Either way, it works out because that they want that to be a part of it, right? They want that buzz to be around it. And then they're going to have, like, all these other shows, man. I mean, look at FX on Hulu. They're, there's so much stuff. It's they, ridiculous. They just pushed it to May. I just looked it up. They pushed it to May? Okay. Yeah. Um. But so that means that Westworld will have premiered. It'll be because it's going to start what now in March. Yeah. So it'll, it'll be lead right into it. Yeah. It'll lead right into it. Yes. It's, you know, they use their one of their biggest shows to probably put the commercials and trailer, you know, little snippets at the end, you know, for prepping everybody. And it's, you know, it, it's kind of wild. Like when we all grew up, it was, it was such structured seasons. You know, like you knew, like, you know, there wasn't even like the mid season break that they do now. You just yeah. knew that like these shows ran right up into sweeps, you may you know, remember the sweeps week. And, and then, you know, then it was over for the summer and you didn't get anything new in the summer ever. And now it's like, just, you know, I, I look constantly on like vultures list and, you know, Metacritic what's coming out and you know, it's, it's wild. So, you know, it's uh definitely a new age. I just think that hearing about ai reading scripts is something you know pretty wild and yeah when i did first read that i was kind of like oh my god the more i kind of thought about it i was like it's just like when i was to get back to the analytics thing it's just like analytics right like it depends on kind of what they're going to look for and when you look at, if you do that stuff kind of properly maybe they won't do it properly but maybe another studio will they might end up seeing that a film like Little Women is actually more profitable than 
these huge, like doing another Marvel movie or another DC or another whatever movie that I guarantee you that their analytics will show you that Marvel movies are better. <laughs> better for profits exactly that's exactly it's better for profits why because it's a better movie nobody wants to be bored sorry nobody wants to be bored that's it nobody wants to be bored i don't want to hear anybody telling me who directed movies in fucking in the 60s telling me about a movie in 2020 <laughs> <laughs> but doesn't it, I guess it depends on I mean I I watch all the different type of movies. I love all those Marvel movies and not as so many of the DC ones. They're kind of trashy, but um yeah, I guess I it just depends on what bores you, man. At but this point I, there's some art house stuff that bores me too. I watch almost everything at this point. It's like I'm I'm looking for stuff to watch at this. No, point. I, I watch them all, but the whole thing of the analytics it's for pro, it's for profit. It's so it can sit there and, and tell you what people like more or what people react more to this, that, and the third. That's where that's the point I'm trying to make is you think about it this way: if you make Little Women and it costs 135 million dollars to make, you put 20 million dollars. 25 maybe into marketing it because you think it's going to have a short theater run and then it's going to be on one of the services hbo where you sell to a service or something and then it ends up making you know 300 mil it makes a lot more money the number of people involved in the whole chain is lessened and you actually make more of a profit than you might if you're making the new Marvel movie that cost, I don't know how much, $400 million. But then when you add marketing on a worldwide scale to it, you know what I mean? That's an interesting point is I always think about it this way. Like I've always thought this, I thought this about commercials since I was a little kid. Why does McDonald's do TV commercials? Why does Coca-Cola do TV? Why does Bud Light do TV commercials? Everybody knows what Bud Light is. Who doesn't know what Bud Light is? No, well, well, people, well, people, it's for advertising. Why do, why do they, why do they pay people who are already multimillionaires that you have to pay a million dollars because of their name to be the to be the face of the the face of the thing? Because people are stupid. But I, that, that's the reason why people are stupid, and they'll oh, Shaq's advertising icy hot. You know, this motherfucker Shaq retired like seventeen years ago. Like it, it doesn't matter, but it, it, you could get some other big dude who you don't know who he is, and he's advertising icy hot. But you'll just buy it because Shaq is buying it. The whole, th I think, I just think that whole analytics thing. This is how I think it's gonna work. I think it's gonna say, um, do we scrap this or do we not scrap it? Meaning, are we gonna give it a sequel or not? Are we gonna make another movie like this? Or not? Well, I'm sure those parameters are all involved. Absolutely. It, uh, uh, but the hope is, the hope is though, that once something like this is introduced into an industry, that other people get their hands on it, and it becomes a tool, and that tool can be used differently by different people. Oh and my! I, I just had a terrible, terrible nightmare thought. You know, not well. I'm thinking now, if Lifetime gets a hold of that shit. Oh my God, my, my girl is gonna be glued to the well, TV hey. with man-hating, murderous 
rapey date rape pill shows. Oh yeah, yeah. What uh, how accurate is are your Netflix suggestions? Ready? How accurate are your Netflix suggestions? I don't pay them any any attention, but um, how accurate are they? From what from what from what I do pay attention, let let's see. They're. Uh, see, I'm I'm weird. I like a lot of different things, and I get bored quick. And you have to realize, soon as something is stupid, or uh, or let me let me re- rephrase that. Soon as I feel something is stupid, I turn it off. I have no problem turning off something and never watching it again. And as soon as it's terrible and does some stupid shit like El Camino did, I'll turn it off and I'll never watch the shit again because it's fucking stupid. That's just me. So how accurate are my things? Let's see. I like horror movies. But you know what? I also get a ton of horror movies. There's a ton of shitty horror movies. So it's it's not... Are, are, are the suggestions good? Yeah, because they give you suggestions based on the genre. It's not necessarily whether it's a good movie or not. So yeah, I watch action movies. They give me a bunch of fucking action ones. I watch sci-fi. They give me a bunch of sci-fi ones. Yeah, I don't think mine's... I don't like mine at all. No, it's just that, do I like those shows? No, a lot of them suck. But they, it's the same genre. So I, 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 so I'm not really sure how to answer that question. Uh, so technically... It, technically, it's it's very accurate. It's just that it's not quality that they have, or it's not not my quality. You answered the question. I think DJ answered the question, and I the reason I would ask that question is because that is the most probably the most directly data driven experience that we would have with something along the lines of an AI choosing scripts. You know, because Netflix knows everything you watch, how long you watch it, when you pause it, when you rewind it, what, what, like they literally will look at, not they, their algorithm, you stopped watching at these certain points. It was all a point where there was like a, a joke. Right. I, I, I think that that goes, I think that that, that when they do that though, that doesn't go into your suggestion list. No, definitely. It it all applies. Like when you no, say no, you stop halfway great. through a movie, it will it will take whatever you stopped at. Like Axel's saying, if it was a joke, it's gonna take movies out that have jokes because you stopped a, a portion. Of I don't the think movie that it does though. I just don't think it, it does. Absolutely does. It definitely. Does. I don't think it does. I I've watched shit and I get the same thing whether I finish it or not. It's in the same fucking suggestion. What I do know, what they do with their analytics, that I know for a fact, what Netflix does. They count a movie being watched only if you watch 70% of it. So if you watch 70% of it or more, that's how they'll sit there and say, okay, this movie. Huh? It's less than that. Huh? It, it, when they, with the numbers that they do give, they're sometimes say, I was um, reading something recently. They gave some numbers like at the end of the year and they were like a person watched an average of seven minutes of at least one episode and they considered that what they're yeah they're they seven minutes I, of I how long was the show well it doesn't matter like an hour it does what That's i'm probably percentage it's silly from what i read was they count one viewing as if you watch 70 percent or more but maybe what i read was incorrect right but they also acts is also right they have all those 
those algorithms, like when you pause it, when you stop it. Um, and we, we did a, a podcast with Justin uh, Thomas from, uh, from Top Shelf Fandom at the end. I, I think, Shout out, Justin. Yeah, and what was he saying? That, that the, there was one uh, insurance company that was counting how fast your reaction time is on your mouse and keeping that analytical data. So, you know, there's, it wouldn't, it would not surprise me if it's, you know, they're, they're counting how fast you're scrolling to look at each movie. Yeah. You might not see it. The difference between, I think the way you interpret it. Yeah. Right? They might not apply it, but they're, you they're might. definitely. Right, and that's what I'm saying. I don't think that they apply that to your suggestion list. I don't think well, that if do, I, but way I, well, then, then, then to re-answer your question, their suggestion list sucks then. Okay, there you go. Uh, that's the answer I wanted. But the the other thing that they, what I thought you were going to say when I was initially like, yeah, is that what they're, a big thing that they're doing is making shows based on that. So if they do look and they look at all their sitcoms, because we're still talking about jokes, let's keep the thing going. And they see if there isn't a joke within the first this many, and they'll actually note their little sitcoms they have with that kind of stuff. And that is getting close to the AI writing the script, right? Because it's just coming from the other direction. Well, absolutely. Because I know it, taking it to music, taking it to music. I know that Spotify does the same thing. They, yeah, they, and they know if you change the song before the chorus or if if there's a chorus first and you like this, you know, like they, they know if you're, you know, people stop it after four beats, after an eight bar, they and they they take all that into account how they deal the music to, you know, to your playlist. So I, yeah. it's all the same. It would all apply. Yeah, and I don't think you know what that's what I want to say is I don't know that all this stuff is bad. Um, I think that we perceive it as bad because our experience of this first phase of the internet is a bunch of greedy people, Facebook, Zuckerberg, Bezos, whatever, you know, basically trying to monopolize and profit as much as they can. Maybe there will be a time when people are still doing that because there'll always be people doing that, but that there's more people doing something else, you know, like there was actually before the internet became so commercialized, you know? So who knows? I mean, Netflix is making all these crazy algorithms. Who knows that they, that algorithm comes out with stranger things, which is let's let some kids from North Carolina make a TV show, you know, about some kind of, alternate dimension and look it's a big hit i think it's a fun show it's actually gotten better so it's kind of interesting the way sometimes that stuff does lead to like uh, homogenization but sometimes it leads to the outliers as well yeah you're right like right somebody might apply different parameters to that algorithm and we might get something beautiful you know it's a it definitely could work right and it's always the the big the big money that breaks the technology like nasa you know puts all that tech and then it trickles down into our society you know years later so let's move on from that and when we got you here you know i want to kind of before we get into the review everybody who knows you 
through the network, you know, knows a lot about your history and listened to various podcasts over the years. And but anybody who's you know new to you from our show, uh, I just wanted to kind of like ask you a little bit, like to maybe give a, a little introduction, like because you know you gave some just great insight with the the Netflix stuff. Just a little like insight about like where you get your film knowledge from some some things like you've done in the industry that that you've seen you know how it works because that stuff is i think is interesting i think the, the, the you know the listeners would like to know because we talk about so much so much uh media content and it's you know what's behind it that you know i, I think even you know you you've dabbled in filmmaking you dabbled in production you dabbled in, you know in uh, a bunch of other things produce you know producing for you know, you know tell 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 the good folks of the another week fandom you know a little bit about how it goes you know from from the schooling to to maybe uh becoming a podcaster the journey oh my god ready do you have another question <laughs> do i have another question no i mean you can you can answer oh you, you don't you don't want to answer that question all right, what won the Oscar in two thousand eight? I don't even remember. What What do you want? Where do you want me to start, man? Oh, like, all right. So, like, you ha like we talk about film, you know, and stuff like as fans. Um, we don't really know, you know. You went to school for this uh, journalism and film, and you kind of did work, and and you. Oh, you went to school for film? I didn't know that. I I went to school for film studies, not production. But it kind of led you to the path and you wound up, you know, doing some. That's why you think Charlie Chaplin movies are better than um, Tony Stark's. No, I'm not a huge. I mean, I, I appreciate Chaplin, but I'm not like an oldie. I'm not really like a cinephile type. I guess I am. I know a lot about film, but I'm not really wedded to uh, to all that kind of jazz, man. Well, yeah, like Heath, Heath knows a lot of films. Like when you talk about it, you talk a lot of technical stuff, which I kind of like, like you, you know, it, it's, you know, I get to answer your question. Now I understand, you know what, DJ, I just started making stuff. I'm just a believer in you got to do it. And even when I taught film, the way I taught it was here's a camera. Let's talk about an idea. And then we talk about the idea. We say, okay, let's just go, go try to make it. Because you really have to kind of teach yourself to a certain point to get interested in it. Then you do have to go with the professionals because it is a trade. You know, I think film making film, it's why it's like people uh, becomes like a thing about your Hollywood or whatever. But really, when you're on a set, it's kind of like a construction site or... Um, a, I guess a construction site, really. Oh, also, a lot of uh, house movers, a lot of moving people, uh, a lot of just stuff being placed in different areas, a lot of people picking shit up and breaking their backs. It's not like, you know, uh, like a big, like a bunch of divas and people like fanning people and snorting cocaine off of tables though they did do that in the 70s so they don't snort cocaine now <laughs> uh they do but not, not as openly 
like that it's served in their trailer yeah at least at least not not if you're like uh on a union shoot. so after after you film school right you 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 made i didn't really go to film school well, i'm sorry after college I where you went when i was like 10 i made movies all through high school i didn't go out i didn't go to any parties i didn't drink i didn't smoke weed i just made movies all the time for like four years every day we wrote movies we made movies i watched things and tried to copy it this is when you were a kid yeah when i was in high school wow. that's what i did like all high school all right, so then that brought you to college to want to study talking about film then, like film study. Yeah, because I wanted to see how, and I, I didn't never knew the names for things, how a film was actually really shot, because back then we didn't have the DVD special features and all that. Ready, didn't you go, you went to film school, didn't you? No. I went I to, thought, who, to, to film what, school? Well, I thought, I thought who, who was I talking to that, uh, that uh, went to like a film studies too? It wasn't you? I thought last time we were talking about this. That I went to. I never said I went to film school. No, that you did actually recently on a podcast. That was when you were on the podcast with yeah. uh, the guys from the talking about Star Wars, Mandalorian. I think, but it wasn't me. No, it wasn't you. But it, Axel was definitely talked about that with somebody recently. Oh, okay. Oh, somebody else. All right. I'm sorry. I talked to a lot of people. Um. But I went to, so Rutgers didn't have a film program. So I went, I, I took all the film uh, studies classes that I could. They didn't actually, they had one like super eight class. Um, so I, stu I, film studies is basically studying film like you would like a novel, what we do on these podcasts. Yeah, well, that's kind of like, it. you know, one of the things. So I wrote a bunch of papers and watched movies over and over again. and So yeah, it was like an elective, pretty much. Right, it was like an extra class to take for your major, like you had, you had to fill in a you class. No, separate course of study. Okay. As a minor. So you took it as a minor. You, uh, it wasn't a, a filler class like that to get your degree. Like it wasn't a class you needed. It was a double major, right? Oh, oh, my majors were in English and film, but my minor was in I mean English and journalism, but my minor was in film. Okay. So I couldn't get a major in film studies at that time. If I could, I would have gotten it because I took every film class that they offered. That's pretty cool because like, you know, when you talk like it's, you know, sometimes it's you, you talk with a little more authority on stuff and, and, you know, without the, the background, like, you know, it's nice that to know oh, that you have that. a little bit of the technical knowledge. Cause sometimes, yeah. you know, we, I was, though too because my brother started working on commercials and photo shoots in manhattan when i was in high well let's see when i first started college and he was into film he had a tv show when he was in college called hanging out with ray foley which was pretty awesome actually um and uh he kind of brought me on as a production assistant on different commercials and some short films. And then I got to work on like some friend of friend was making something where I'd say, Oh, I'll go work on that or something. And then I just started doing that kind of stuff. Okay. So can I ask you, can I ask you a, um, uh, professional question, professional film question. 
Yeah, hit me with it, Ready? How do you think El Camino was good because it was so shitty? <laughs> oh, man. I don't know how you could think it was shitty. Well, I only got up to the first 45 minutes of it. And it, was, it was so shitty, I had to turn it the fuck off. Well, I was 70% of it. So. But you didn't, but we had this conversation. You didn't watch Breaking Bad, though, right? No, I did watch Breaking Bad. El, well, I didn't. I didn't watch El Camino. No, no, no. I watched it. I said it was entertaining. I just said I didn't think it was. It was. It was very good. Was it entertaining and good or two different things? You could have something that's entertaining, that's not good. You know, it's like hot garbage. That's it. I think you have a very specific idea of what is good, and it's uh, subjective. His algorithm but... is tight. No, my yeah. my algorithm is soon as it becomes like. I, fucking stupid it's stupid <laughs> and i think that i think pretty clear and that movie was stupid i'm sorry it was just it was fucking dumb well, <laughs> like, <laughs> it was, maybe it got better at the end that i didn't see but the first 45 minutes was damn near un- un- unbearable oh, this is gonna be the longest running did joke you we have here. we got <laughs> We got. Put it, us, we got were you smoking when you watched this? When I was I awake? No. Were you smoking? Were you sober? <laughs> I want to know. Were you sober or were you not? When you watched this, I just answered the question. I just the, that was the answer no, no. no. The you, you, honestly, your your mic it keeps coming up like muffled sometimes. So I I honestly oh, didn't yeah. hear you. Um, you said were you oh, awake? I, That's all I heard. Yes, I was awake. Why do you think you have to be high? To no, no, like no, 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 no. Were you high? I don't want to know. I don't know awake. I don't know what that slang is. Were you intoxicated, inebriated in any kind of way? Oh, yes, I was totally inebriated. Okay, watch that shit sober and tell me if that shit is fucking good. This this shit's stupid. Uh, would, uh, well, all right, let me just let me just break this down. You have first of all the son, whatever his name is, the, the slow one. What's his name? We don't have time. About watching, he's fucking slow. No, I'm gonna, yeah, Todd. Todd is slow. He, you pick this dude up, right? Come clean, help me clean my apartment. You done killed the maid because she found your money, and then you get to the fucking desert with him. He makes you dig a big ass hole. You're kidnapped, enslaved meth cooker, right? You're in the desert. You get his gun. Nobody, everybody else is going on vacation. Nobody knows you're out there. You just dug a big... I'm shooting you and burying you. I'm not giving you the gun back after you offer me pizza. This, that's just more insult to injury. <laughs> it's fucking retarded. Yes. That's the best part of the movie, that song. Oh, let's not beat this dead horse like, like Jesse Pinkman. I want to talk about Watchmen. I think um I think we could probably talk about this for a long while, but to continue uh <laughs> to to avoid having the shit on the shitty show, we'll change the topic to something we all my answer to you, my answer from all my experience would be this, ready. Uh Art is subjective, man. It's just it's about it's just about what you like. And if you didn't like that, uh, you didn't like it. But objectively speaking, it was a high quality production. Oh, okay. That's all I could say. Okay. All right. I mean, I, well, I do have a rebuttal, but I'm not gonna go. 
I'm gonna <laughs> I'm gonna talk about the Watchmen. Yes, which oh was which was another high quality show okay. that touched on shit we like, which is superhero yeah. fun. I want to hear what you I want to hear what you guys. I had so much opportunity to talk about this. Oh, I'm sorry to interrupt, DJ. No, no, it's cool. It's cool. It's an open format here. You can interrupt. Uh, but yeah, no, like it's you, you, you kind of, I don't want to say an authority now because, you know, it's like when someone puts 10,000 hours, they're a master, but you put in a lot of hours talking about this show. So that's why I thought it would be fitting to have you here just to kind of, you know, maybe, you know, share the aftermath because we didn't talk about it yet and we know we both said it was good and whatnot but i want to give you know my quick review that may be ready but to me i thought it was the like right spice of hero superhero story like we had the boys which was far out like extreme a little bit as far as being shocking and, and like twisted about the take on superheroes then we have the marvel which is all in on superheroes being super then we have this show the watchman which takes the superhero and kind of makes it a b storyline if they're just there and it's more about the world and it's about the issues that the world has. The original Watchmen focused more on nuclear annihilation. And Damon Lindelof's version on HBO focused more about the aftermath when the dust settles of how people get along and how race, no matter what events happened there in that sort of reality that's similar to our reality versus our current reality it's still prevalent no matter what you know shared experiences of disaster we could go through you know 9-11 everybody was hugging everybody and fast forward to 19 years later when racial tensions are outed again out of the closet and and more apparent than ever before not ever before than than the last 20 some odd years so this show was was like refreshing in that sense where not only was i being entertained with the hero aspect and the mystery and the and the, the funny stuff but i got you know actual social uh i don't say commentary but like a social portrayal and something that made me think and and investigate like in the the uh you know black wall street story and, and things like that that were actually real so to me overall it was super enjoyable and i thought the quality was excellent the acting was top notch um i just there's nothing that i could say bad about this show like i maybe could have done with a couple more minutes of like close up of the blue cock but other than that i mean i loved it what did you think ready i thought that it didn't suck i thought it was good yeah I, I i don't have a um a great in depth um uh viewing oh i shouldn't say viewing um 
What word am I looking for? Come on, help me out, film analysis. People. There we go. I don't have a great in-depth analysis of it, but I mean, we could talk a lot. We go like episode for episode. It was good. It was a good show. It it didn't make me lose um, my attention. It it um it had a good mixture of action. It had a good mixture of thriller. It had a good mixture of drama. It had a good mixture of uh real life shit and fake shit. Um, so for me. It was entertaining for me. I liked it. Uh huh. The political. What did you think about like uh, some of the political or commentary on race in America and how they dealt with that? And so far as um, her grandfather being, and we're doing for full spoilers here for anyone that's listening, of course. Uh, her grandfather being hooded justice and all that kind of stuff. How did that strike you? Um, I was kind of able to, you know, after a while, you were able to kind of put it together who he was. Um, you know what it is? I, there's so much, nothing, shocking wise, nothing shocks me. Um, so the racial tensions and this and that, I mean, it, it, it didn't make me. I thought it was interesting how they flipped the Cyclops community more than the fact that he was Hooded Justice. Um, you know, I liked I liked how they went in, into deeper, huh? How about not so much that he was Hooded Justice, but like how that he had to put on white face under the hood so that, you know. <clears throat> I get it. I, but, but you know what? Like, you know what it is? I, I've seen so many movies like that and, and shit like that's real. If there really were superheroes. You that that's something that would actually happen. So that's why this is so good. Right, it's not so yeah. super far out. No, no, no. I I said it had a, a good mixture of real shit. It had a good mixture of yeah. action. It had a good mixture of fake shit. You know, Doctor Manhattan is fake as fuck, but it was still good. You know, <laughs> you know, a giant squid landing on the fucking Manhattan and fucking shit up or wherever it landed. It's fake. It was good though. So. I'm just answering Axel's question. Yeah, um, I know. I think it's completely valid what you said. Yeah, you know, I mean, um, like I said, I, I, and as far as like the political, like, I like how it showed more of how Cyclops is because shit like that is true too. Till today, true today. You get what I mean? The stuff with the black oppression that they showed, yes, that's a known thing. And I'm not saying that that does not happen today. It does not happen today as much, or I shouldn't say as much. It isn't as blatantly as they showed back then because they were focusing on back then when there weren't really rights and this, that, and the third. Which is hence the reason why he had to wear white face under it. But when they fast forward it to modern time, and then you saw that Cyclops, who were essentially the KKK, were in political office and was running for it. You know what I mean? And was planning yeah. to take over the world and this, that, and the third. That just look at Trump's rallies. <laughs> you know what I mean? And straight up and down. So that I, I'm not saying Trump is that way because I don't. I don't not like Trump. I don't like Trump. I don't not like Trump. I honestly, he doesn't bother me. Like there's a a lot of other shit in the world that bothers me. 
His base, though. More than him, his, but I'm just talking about his base and stuff that has to happen yeah, at his rallies and who he who he riles up. Inside, yeah, of course. That, that's where, so that's where I'm making that analogy with that. So the, the whole Cyclops actual saga like was more interesting to me than the than the um than the black saga although and they yes they coincide you know obviously but you get what i mean like the, to me that that intrigued me more that was it. that's why i said like it it's so and i like how she kept like, getting mr what's what's the dude's name um the mirror guy with the, the mirror mask what's his name because i'm getting it wrong now his name wrong the main cop who had the 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 reflective mask. Wow, it, no, I can't remember. Either way, I just like I just like how the FBI director kept calling him the wrong what the name. name. I don't know, and it's funny because I can't remember his name. But and that was to me, I, I liked how they looking glass, looking glass, yes, yeah, look, yeah, I like how she, how yeah. she purposely <laughs> she, she purposely kept calling them different shit. Oh uh, no, I think that's interesting, man. I think that's a cool way to look at it. I mean, I think it's also might come from a perspective of what you're attaching yourself to as you watch it, right? Like what exploration you find to be more intriguing. Um, just like though I found, I mean, all that's what made the show and it was so intriguing being the crazy sci-fi person I was, I of course got, when I kind of like think back on the show, I start thinking about the weird Dr. Manhattan stuff, you know, and the way that, I mean, the intro that you gave it, DJ, was great. And I think it was spot on. And um, we listened to the final uh, Damon Lindelof podcast uh, covering the last three episodes. And one of the things they talked about on that was... Um, how the original Watchmen was so much, like you said, about like nuclear destruction. It was very dour. It was never my favorite thing. Um, I remember reading it when it came out or soon after, and I really enjoyed it and I liked it. And I thought, oh, wow, this is a spin of like alt history, spin on superheroes. Very cool. But that's why it was really cool because it was like in our real history. Yeah, like but I also I found it to be incredibly pessimistic and melancholy and not very hopeful. And the thing that I loved about this series was that he was able to remix it and add that love angle, you know? Like you texted me after I think the finale DJ you were like, yeah, it comes down to like a love story. And I thought that that was really beautiful that past all of what the themes inherent in the show what ran through all those themes is that the answer was love and the answer was commitment to other people being kind to each other and being empathetic and open to other humans and i thought that, that was what really i was left with at the end of this which is why the first watchman is amazing and incredible but i have a little bit more of a heart for this series than I actually do for the original comic because it was very and and that's not it's not a slag on it at all it just was not very hopeful yeah well I also think that the original piece was kind of about the hero and the anti-hero and 
Yeah. And, and, and it, it was the ground right for them. This was almost yeah. like the heroes were just a, a stage setting for the story. Like, if yeah. you know what I mean, like they weren't a, a prevalent part. Like, yes. right, heroes weren't a big deal. It was how the people navigated it, and how, like, in the end, like it's you know, all about just like who we care about, and you know how to come together. And and you that's know. the great. You make a great point, DJ. Is you see, that's the proper way. That's what I think a lot of people didn't get from Game of Thrones that they were trying to achieve in the seventh and eighth seasons when they were left without the books and even earlier. But it was really those last seasons where it went into overdrive. Um, is that they were trying to highlight the humanity by over dramatizing um the story and the tone and watchmen i felt was able to accomplish that like they talk about in the final podcast the 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 last the the final episode was in many ways the most operatic and comic book like of all the episodes where but it ended in such a meaningful way, able to do all the silly, this is my plan, right? With Keen and with Lady True and um, like how Dr. Manhattan reaches, touches the water and put, and sends them away, rescues them. Like it was all those typical kind of things, right? But this kind of elevated it to a way that drew your focus onto the real and to and to the crisis at hand um whereas i i think game of thrones kind of missed the boat a little bit on that for for a lot of people um though i enjoyed it i felt i knew what they were going for but that's another subject did you watch game of thrones already um no i watched the first two seasons and i stopped but i did not stop because i didn't i didn't think it sucked i just um the reason why I stopped is because I started watching a bunch of different things and I, I'm a very busy person, but I did not, I do not think the game of phone sucks. So that's not why I finished, why I did not finish it. It's worth watching. I mean, I'll, I, you know, I hope people. No, I, 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 what I saw, it was, it was very good. And, you know, people ask me and I'm like, listen, what I saw was great. I just, you know, I worked two jobs and I had a bunch of other shows I started watching and I just had to pick stuff apart. Yeah, you can't walk away from The Walking Dead still. Yeah. Oh God, we have like it's, six and and it's, and it's and that show is terrible too. Now it got terrible. <laughs> and you still watch that? Yeah, because I invested oh, so much time into it, <laughs> so I had to pick different shows that I wanted to stick watch stick to watching. And at that time, <laughs> at that time, yeah. The Walking Dead was great. It wasn't shitty. <laughs> yeah. It wasn't shitty. It just got shitty. Well, I don't know. You know what? It just got. Um, it got stuff. shitty like two or three seasons ago. I could tell you. And you know what you're doing, man? Do you still, do you watch The Walking Dead? Out, uh, we, I like I said, we have like five episodes on our DVR right now. Right. So, but you watch all the other seasons. Yes. Okay. Yeah. To me, The Walking Dead started to I've get seen. shitty that season when Beth and Daryl were in the cemetery. I don't even remember that. I remember it, it was shitty as fuck. So, <laughs> but I don't even well, know what season that is. They're on like ten now, and they're starting. Listen, not only are they starting another spinoff, 
I don't watch this. But movie they're also. still planning on doing all these movies with Rick, mm-hmm. like a movie with Michonne or something. And then fear he, the AMC. She's cut. Maggie is coming back, and it's like so. I don't know. It just it's the it's way like, I want to like it, but the, the way you both sound tired from The Walking Dead, there yeah. that's obviously like a, a case of beating the dead horse. Now, this is kind of a question for Reddy. Mm-hmm. Watchmen, okay, standalone as it is. Do you think it will be better to leave it alone, or to have either someone pick up the helm, make a second season, or if Damon comes back, or continue it, or just leave it as is? No, no, no. You always give some. You always give it a, a second shot. You know what I mean? Now, I, I, I. This is what I do think. I think that. Whoever was in charge, I, you know, I don't pay attention to shit like that. I don't pay attention to people who direct shit or none of that shit because I don't give a fuck. I just give a fuck if the end product is good. So whoever was in charge of this. If you paid attention to that, you might start watching less shit that you stop watching after five. Whoever, whoever did this, let them do it again. There's nothing wrong with it. You know what I mean? So. If it's not, you know, if it's not broke, don't fix it. Is that the saying? You know what I mean? Well, it's not a question of letting him. No. Would, yeah. Would you be would satisfied? It? Like, would you, would I be satisfied like, if what they just ended the series and didn't continue? So we don't know. We don't know what the fuck happened if she if she actually can walk on water or not. Um, but yeah. that's the point, though. I think like is to leave it like at the end of Inception with the with the the spinning top, and then it kind of wobbles, and then it cuts to to, to black. Didn't watch like, it. I, I ruined a few, but. Um, no, like it's, it's, it's kind of, it, to me, I felt like it was, I had such good closure at the end of the season where I, I, it wasn't such a major cliffhanger if she fell in the water or, or walked on it. Like that was irrelevant. Like, so, so like what the reason I say it is because like so many like companies will latch, latch onto something just because it's a moneymaker like the walking dead. And I, I to me, like, this is almost a perfect like show in in its one season like when it comes to when it comes to television shows how i this is just me how i am you could keep doing it but when you start to when it starts to become shitty you won't watch it stop like my whole thing is you no one tells them no 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 well you know what they need motherfuckers like me to come inside there they need actual people who aren't yes men they need people who are going to come in there and keep it funky and not worry about, oh, okay, I can't say this because that's the producer and then I'll get blackballed in Hollywood. Like Arrow. Yeah, Red, like they, Arrow. Had you, I can hear you. If they had asked you, hmm? if they had asked you, they never would have made El Camino. And they, Good. And they shouldn't. And no, no. It's not, it's, not that they should, they, it's not that they wouldn't have made El Camino. They would have made El Camino. Because like I said, Breaking Bad was entertaining. I didn't care for it. It was stupid, but it was entertaining. Biodome is stupid, but it was entertaining for its time. It's dumb as fuck. Okay? I'm the I'm the so much shit that's just entertaining. It was entertaining. So I would have said, okay, green light in a movie. But as far as fucking 45 minutes of slow-ass Todd and me going nuts, <laughs> and then you having the, the victim who was kidnapped... Play them out, EJ. Play them out. And, and doing all Play of that out. shit? 
No, I would have been like, I, like, I, I don't understand. I don't understand how people weren't in the review room. I don't understand how people weren't in the review room and was like, does this Why shit move? Does this yeah. shit move on? Like, I, I don't understand that. Awesome. I love being a guest on another week, man. Uh, this was definitely a fun episode. So, no, I fun. think that they should make another Watchmen because the first one didn't suck. Now, if the second one sucks, then I'll say stop that shit now. Like, I, right. like they should have stopped The Walking Dead before, but um, they should have stopped Arrow. But I heard this last season of Arrow is 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 better, but Arrow yeah, they started... sometimes come back and find themselves again. But you're right; it's also a difference between whether you're try you're making. I mean, I think the thing about this CW, those CW shows that they're, they're soap operas. They're not. I think the serialized nature that people now watch shows in, and they like they get a little bit too into it. Well, we and also. That I think is you know they're churning out a lot of them you know they we've can't. learned now though from the transition from like the traditional show to to like the ten episode style that most of the shit we grew up on watching that had twenty three episodes per season well you can't you can't was, you, was, you can't apply that with CW because no, they still have twenty three no, episodes no but they're right so that style is we learned that they were forced to make so many filler episodes because it's a it's a money maker it's it's meant to generate oh, income it's not meant I mean, to be a piece shows that are 20 episodes 22 episodes my whole thing is they need you know what it's the editing a lot of times it's like edit this shit out i want the show I, when i watch something i want it to be based on how it's supposed to be. If you're cooking meth and selling meth, I want to see you cooking meth and selling meth correctly. I don't want to see silly mistakes where you should have been dead the second episode. Oh, boy. If you're a superhero show, I want to see you flying around and shooting lasers out your ass. I don't care who you're in love with. My, but my if you're a zombie is... show, I want to see fucking zombies. <laughs> the point is... I don't want to see all the bullshit. <laughs> In between. Right. My point is, though, is that they're they're basically forced to make extra episodes to because of the format they they need to generate income. If no, they, if they were left to their own devices to make a solid arrow, it would probably be eight to ten episodes, and you wouldn't have six side. I, I, I see, but, but but that's not true because the first two seasons of Arrow I thought were amazing. I think Reddy might have a point, and you know what the point is. I think the point Reddy's trying to make is um, they need better writers. Stick to what the fuck it is. And if when they try to make a show like that so deep and everything, it doesn't work. So you what you should do is you should do the monster. It's like X Files. A lot of people say that about X Files, that the best X Files episodes were the Monster of the Week episodes. It wasn't the ongoing storyline that that was some that was often weak um i don't i don't i I understand what you're saying too dj but i do have to say guys i kind of got to wrap it up here uh i've loved being a guest i don't want to end your show so i'll let you end it but my participation in it will have to come to a close (laughs) no we're we're at we're we're about at where we were gonna finish anyway uh you know thanks for coming on we we'll definitely, you know, have you back and and talk about the 
deeper scenes of El Camino. And, you know, like, wait, yeah. Um, I just want to ask you both before we close out, I'll leave you with this thought is that if you're a writer, you're a journalism major, if you're going to work tomorrow at your publication, is it really like meta that you're writing articles about articles of impeachment? Booyah! Wow. that You got to play yourself out on that one so I can sing along, DJ. That's what's up. So play yourself, baby. Yeah, everybody. Thanks for tuning in. Subscribe, rate, review, do all that good shit. And uh, you know, till next time. Another week. Peace. Another week. Another week. Another week. Podcast DJ, you ready? Another week. Another week. Another week. Podcast DJ, you ready? Stupidity wins over. Another week, podcast DJ, ready?